Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. Ooh, are we diving into the feminine? Um, this kind of recommitment to the feminine is really interesting to me, and I'm loving what's unfolding. I really like how this episode came together. I was not planning, here's a little inside scoop in our audio only version of the podcast. I was not planning on going into the fears of the feminine via the six faces, but it seemed to bring something that makes it a little bit more tangible, a little bit more accessible, Um, hopefully it will allow you to excavate even more insights to go a little deeper in self. I mean, really and truly, I think if we were to go into this, I know for myself, even, you know, everything's like a spiral on this beautiful feminine path or this beautiful path of just evolution and awakening. And it's like a spiral into a deeper layer of the wisdom or a deeper layer of my own fear that's ready to be revealed, released, (laughs) alchemized so that my next level of life can be created, my next level of self can be expressed. And my aim in this conversation um, is to give you a tool to at least start to do something like that, to at least dip a toe into it. Yeah, it's just a podcast episode, but really and truly, I I create this with the hope that, you know, it brings you an experience. It brings you a doorway in. It brings you some tools that can help you to come into more and more and more of your truth, more and more of your greatness, more and more of your allness, um, and to shed more of the fears, more of the limits, more of the false, more of the glass ceilings, right? Um, So I don't think I have much more to share with you other than there's really cool stuff. I know I shared this on a previous podcast recently, but there's really cool stuff happening in the Facebook group lately. I don't know what's going on over there, but it's pretty beautiful. Um, Would love to hang out with you if that works for you. There's a video version of this podcast on YouTube. So any of these audio episodes, if you want, you might not want the visual version of me dancing around on a chair, getting all wild and crazy. but there is a video version and for some that seems to be more of a transmission, like there's more energy, there's more that comes through. Um, maybe not for you, it's so beautiful and so totally cool. Uh, maybe the, the last little thing I'll share here with you that I did not share in the main body of the episode is just there's a really beautiful free event that we're doing coming up soon. If you've been with us for a little while, you'll know that occasionally we hold a rewilding challenge. We do it a couple times a year. There's one coming. Um, It's coming in the next few weeks. So stay tuned. Um, 
if you're not on the newsletter, that's a great, actually, that's a really great free workshop too. If you go to sabrinalin.com, there's a heart warrior workshop on the homepage. Look for that. That's a great place um, to subscribe. Then you'll always be in the know and you'll definitely get the email for this upcoming challenge. Uh, It's going to be around the feminine. It's going to be true, proper rewilding. Um, And I think it might be around my birthday, uh, which is the end of July. So we'll see though. I kind of want to kick things off on my birthday. I have not told the team this yet. The team doesn't know this. This will literally be published with only probably one person on the team hearing this. So this is like a secret between you and I. I'm aiming for July 30th to do this challenge because I think that would be amazing. I also heard this little inside tip that July 30th is the most auspicious day in July. Ah, I'm not good at running those kind of charts. I don't have the time to do those sort of things. But if you listen to the astrology podcast, I think toward the end, they share the most auspicious day in July is July 30th. That's crazy. I love that. We should do something really cool for that. Um, Hopefully, the team and I will be able to have all of this together for you all so we can dance and celebrate and rewild and love and I don't know, uh, and just be with each other and do really cool, crazy, wild, soulful shit. (laughs) All right. um, I love you so much. It's so great to be with you. Enjoy the episode. What is it that the feminine fears the most? Like the deep hidden fears, like those fears that are so deep yet so big that they actually influence someone's lives. That's what I want to talk about today. I want to go into this in a way that is helpful for anyone, whether we feel like we express a lot of feminine energy or we witness a lot of feminine energy outside of ourselves. So we're always either embodying or witnessing, dancing with in some way, feminine energy, uh, whether that's through us or through our relationships or in our outer worlds or in our inner worlds. And I want to do this in a way where it really helps us all, no matter what degree we identify with feminine energy embodied in ourselves, um, that it really helps us to understand, like understand this deep, intense, irrational, illogical fears, these deep, intense fears that are held in the feminine. And um, why? You know, maybe before we can go into them, why? Like, why would we want to spend time and effort and energy even discussing this or feeling into this or practicing with this? Um, These deep fears can be creating so much chaos in our lives. They can be preventing us from stepping into the next best relationship of our lives. They can be preventing us from receiving the love that we're longing to receive. They can be preventing us from shining our light and our gifts out in the world because we're terrified of 
our feminine radiance, our feminine magnetism, our feminine gifts. There's this term that some people really can identify with. It's the witch wound, right? It's the witch wound. Well, if I open up to my power, (laughs) bad things are going to happen. If I shine my light, if I open up to my feminine witchy gifts, even if it's my intuition, right? It doesn't have to be really esoteric. It might just be my intuition. Um, I will be punished for that. I will be burnt at the stake for that. Um, Some of these deep, 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 deep fears are way beyond this lifetime. So I'd love for this conversation and this exploration to be able to transcend just this life and move into deeper and deeper and deeper territory. This territory, some can refer to it, some do refer to it as the shadow, like going in and doing some shadow work in the shadow realms of self, the hidden, it's just what's in the shadow. It's just what's hidden. It's what we're not aware of. Subconscious, the unconscious, those those realms. And I'd love for it to be so open (laughs) that we can go into not only what is in the unconscious around this life, but also in the unconscious around absorbed conditioning like some of these are just deeply held feminine fears that are collective some of these are deeply held feminine fears that are ancestral some of these are deeply held feminine fears that are kind of karmic right they're karmic they're beyond just this life this society this family they're karmic you know if you believe in past lives if you don't that's okay too but just open that door to the more like what's more and i think i'm setting us up in this way so that if something bubbles up that doesn't make sense for you in this life like well i don't know i have this real deep fear of being burnt at the stake but i don't have any experience of that in this life like that just seems so weird here's something that i want to share about the feminine and this is maybe like don't miss this part like this if there's like nothing else foundationally to set you up for this conversation it's this one feminine fears the feminine is innately illogical and irrational the feminine is not the mind the feminine is wisdom that is beyond the mind the feminine is not straight line linear logical rational so oftentimes Feminine fears are harder to access because we have to be okay with them not making sense. They have to be like, hmm, if you've seen a woman who has, here, here we go. Um, This is a great, this is great imagery. A woman who has lost her child. That wild expression of emotion of grief of pain of rage of just a complete letting go into it that's like a a tiny little way of sharing around feminine and this is not gender-based at all that was just an example right to give us some imagery 
feminine is really accessing, understanding. So even if you're not looking to access feminine fear that's within you, but you're looking to understand feminine fear, maybe in your lover, maybe in your partner, maybe in your children, maybe in your colleagues, we have to put on this lens of just because it doesn't make sense to my logical, rational mind doesn't mean that it is not an enormous energy that is actually influencing this person's life. Just because it doesn't make sense doesn't mean it's not valid. So just setting us up in this space of being so okay (laughs) with these fears, they're deep and they're hidden, right? Like that innately makes a tricky territory to get into. We innately already have to alter our state of consciousness in order to see something that was hidden in that state of consciousness we were in before. Does that make sense? Right? Like, let me say that one more time. If we're in a waking state of consciousness, you know, just like everyday, normal, daily consciousness, it's hidden fear, right? This conversation, it's already about hidden fear. So something in our consciousness has to change. Something in our mind has to change so that we can see that which was hidden. Changing our state of consciousness helps us to see what's hidden. This setting up right here is an invitation to change your state of consciousness, to widen your thoughts, to open your mind, to really go, okay, This doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to be rational. It doesn't have to be logical in any way, shape, or form, right? This does not have to be. I'm so accepting of this. When working with hidden fears, it's also really helpful to come into a place of non-judgment, non-judgment of what comes up. This like real loving state, real loving state, real curious and real loving. Like what's here? What's here? I'm so curious. I'm so welcoming. I'm so open to anything that's going to arise here. The next piece is sometimes our bodies will talk. The feminine body talks a lot. So feminine energy is embodied energy. It's in the body. Feminine energy is gut feels. Feminine energy is chills. You get chills, like truth chills. You get gut aches because you can't digest something. Your lungs start to get tight because you can't breathe, because there's something going on. That's feminine talking. That's feminine wisdom. That's body wisdom. That's embodied wisdom. That's We have a heart brain. We have a gut brain. We have a womb brain, right? We have sexual organ brain. We have all kinds of different wisdom centers in our bodies. Um, most of us just haven't worked with them uh, a whole ton or activated them or have learned their language. And that's something worthwhile. Uh, maybe if you're interested in that, leave a comment um, down below if you're like wisdom centers yes sabrina video on that please would love that um it's helpful uh to me to know what topics would really serve our community so if that's something you want um let me know in the comments below um so allowing when i start going into these feminine fears we'll go into a couple different 
main themes, the ones that I've watched um, from holding women's circles and facilitating feminine reclamation, feminine awakening uh, for more than a decade, almost more than a decade now, uh, and working on it in myself for two decades. and so just really want to bring you some of the themes as things for you to feel into um, and as things for even if it's not for yourself, as things for you to maybe understand so that you can better relate to these feminine fears in other right again in those you love or those you interact with or wherever you want to have better more understanding relationship and so it's really like if we're going to witness the feminine, if we're going to hold space for the feminine, if we're going to honor feminine fears, right? The, the raw essence of feminine fears, we kind of have to move into the feminine. Uh, it's like we can't run it through a masculine filter, right? So if I'm really going to be with feminine fear, feminine essence, I can't put that on top of logic, ration, reason, making sense a more masculine linear kind of structure. I want to keep it open. I want to keep it free flowing. I want to keep it very feely. I want to keep it very emotional. I want to keep it very intuitive. I want to just keep it like, if that's what's really arising in you, let's, let's, let's go with that. Let's move with that. Like what else is there? What else is there? What else is there? Really and truly when you're inviting feminine fears up and you invite them up so that they no longer have power. That's the whole kind of point of this is we don't want fears controlling us. We don't want fears holding us back, fears limiting our lives, fears wrecking our relationship, causing havoc in our careers and our capacity to make money or grow our business or whatever, right? And so the whole point of this is to, uh, let me just say it this way, is to love them out right is to is to love them it's to transmute them right and we can do that literally by just inviting them up and out witnessing them with love we're just literally loving loving the fear um and so being in this state um of just and and you can hold this for yourself you don't need another person to do this for you right you can be the person who holds that space. You can be the person who holds that space for another, holds that space for yourself, right? Uh, so feeling into these deep feminine fears, we're finally getting, <laughs> getting there. Uh, I delay a lot of foundation to get into these, but um, I would love, these deep feminine fears are very unique to each person. Um, yes, there are themes. Yes, there are main, main feminine, main fears held within the collective feminine, held at deeper depths of the feminine as well. So the more and more we reclaim the feminine, the deeper we go with the feminine, the more that we embody the feminine, the more that we express the feminine, the more that we embrace the feminine, the different threads of the feminine will bring up different fears. Right? So if we work with, let's say, the fierce feminine, the dark goddess feminine, that will bring up very different fears 
than if we work with another aspect of the feminine, like the lover, right? Like Aphrodite, the Venusian, the, the beauty and the pleasure of the feminine. And so maybe we'll do this via the six faces of the feminine. So this is just a framework where there are six faces of the feminine. It just gives us a way uh, to kind of they're like doorways in it's different aspects of the feminine we could go with three we could go with six we could go with ten but in rewilding we just go with six because it seems to be a really great framework that um, that really serves so let's start um, let's start with the lover this feels like a great place to start so if we were to feel into the lover the god the, the lover god is the archetypal energy the feminine energy of the lover what is deep fears held within the face of the lover. Okay, feel into these for you. So the lover, it's sexual freedom. The lover brings sexual freedom, brings expressive sexual energy. I'm so free to express my sexuality. I'm so free to feel my desires. I'm so free to feel pleasure. I'm so free to allow pleasure to move through me. I am so free to be radiant, to be magnetic, to be attractive, to be alluring. Can you feel the fears already coming up? Can you feel the fears or can you imagine the fears? Just allow whatever arises for you, right? What's arising for you is valid and this is an exploration more than a meet telling you something, right? It's a door opening. It's a holding of a space. It's an experiential journey. And so let whatever come up, come up for you. I'll give you some stuff in a moment, but um, I really love for you to feel into what's coming up for you. Um, so if you were to um, witness someone who is really allowing this aspect of their feminine, the lover, right? The lover, um, this aspect of them to flow so freely, so openly and express out through them into the world. You could imagine or you could feel or maybe you feel into for yourself these fears around if I'm this attractive, I will attract bad things. Being this pretty will attract bad things. Being this radiant, this magnetic, this alluring, even if I have no, I'm not even manipulating the energy, I'm not manipulating the outcome, I'm not doing this to get anything, I'm simply expressing feminine energy as radiance and pleasure and bliss through myself, that is so fucking dangerous in this world. Can you feel the fears? Can you feel the fears, right? And this is so that we can feel these fears, so that we can love them, so that we can give them space to transmute, to move, to shift, to change, right? And so that's all we're doing, this whole practice. If something comes up, you just love it, and you can kind of turn it over. So you just, it's like, love it, love it, love it, turn it over to God, goddess, divine, spirit, high self, spirit, whatever it is that you use to work with divine energy. So if something's bubbling up, you just love it and turn it over. Just love it and turn it over. Love it and turn it over. I am so afraid that if I am radiant, if I'm alluring, if I'm magnetic, other women, feminine, will hate me. I am so terrified that the masculine will be attracted to me and 
in a, in a harmful way. I will attract in harm. I will attract in danger. Uh, feeling also into the lover. I am terrified to express my true sexual desires. I am terrified to... Um, some are terrified to embody that much pleasure. It's terrifying. It's terrifying to be seen in that much pleasure, to be seen that vulnerably, that rawly, that openly in one's true authentic desires, one's true authentic sexual desires, heart desires, the lover includes the heart desires, like deep, raw, vulnerable, this is what truly lights me up, this is what truly turns me on, this is what truly fills my heart, and that can be extraordinarily terrifying. For the feminine, it can be extraordinarily terrifying to be seen, to be, to be seen, right? The lover is about revealing one's deepest heart's desires, revealing what it is that brings us pleasure in truth, revealing what it is that lights us up. And that can be terrifying. It can be so terrifying to admit to those things, to be seen in those things. Even for ourselves, it's not even necessarily with another, even in ourselves. Okay, um, you can always pause, you can always deepen in, uh, you can always go do the lover workshop. We'll put links to all of these six faces below if you're like, wow, that's the one that's really calling to me. Um, there's a workshop on all six of these faces, um, so you're so welcome to keep going with this in whatever way you're called to. Maybe it's to do the experiential journey with the lover workshop. Maybe it's to deepen in on your own and to just do this practice on your own. Um, but we're going to move on. Okay, so um, in the feminine, deepest fears, deepest fears in the feminine. Let's go into, let's go into medicine woman. This is where witch wound is held. So it's like just shifting. So we're still absolutely in the feminine. We're absolutely in the feminine. Deepest fears in the feminine. Deepest fears in the feminine. And if we were to just stick with medicine woman and we were to feel into deepest fears in the, in the medicine woman, it would be, I am terrified of my gifts. I'm terrified of my gifts. I, I am terrified that if I step into my power, if I step into my power, they're going to hurt me. They're going to kill me. They're going to take my babies away. Again, let this be irrational. Let it be illogical. A lot of this is just very, very like deep old cellular memory or karmic memory. It's very, very old. It's very, very ancient. A lot of it is very deeply irrational and let it be super, super irrational. This is why shamanic journeys, this is why embodiment practices help us to get in there, which PS, those six workshops below, they are all that. They, they are all shamanic journeys, they're embodiment practices, they're breath work, they're things that get us into these deeper states. Um, so if you're like, I don't know how to get there, like there's a way down below, it might not be your way, but it's at least a way. Um, and, Totally open. You feel if that's right for you. But in the medicine woman, you feel into um, more of that medicine woman, more of this witch wound, right? And in the witch wound is I, if I really open up to my power, to my gifts, maybe I'm a seer. Maybe I'm a visionary. Maybe I'm a priestess. Maybe I have this just like knowing and wisdom of how to work with plants, right? It can be many, many different things unique to each of us, but I'm terrified to be seen in that, 
Here's that being seen again. I'm terrified for others to know what I actually do. So instead of saying that I'm going on a shamanic journey, I say I'm going to yoga. Instead of saying I'm going to do some rewilding with Sabrina, I say I'm going to yoga. I say, right, we hide it, we cover up the truth of it because we're afraid that we will be ostracized, we will be demonized, we will be looked at as less than, we will be judged, we will be criticized. Feel into all of that. Feel into all of that. Judged, criticized, which leads to losing love. Losing love. Pushed out of our community, right? On our own, that touches into survival. That touches right into survival fear. I will not live if I step into my medicine woman, my shamanic midwife, my witch, my priestess. I, I will not live. I will not live. And letting it be very irrational, very illogical, very body-based let like if there's tears let the tears come a lot of times we start to get into this and you just start crying and you don't really know why because there's something there or you start to get really uncomfortable or some you'll start to feel like you're being burnt at the stake right now you start to feel really hot or you might start to have flashes or tonight you might have dreams about it it's the unconscious it's the deeper realms we're talking about hidden feminine fears it's the deeper fears trying they're coming up they're they're ready to be seen also know that anything that you are accessing in yourself or seeing in another again this doesn't have to be about accessing in yourself it might be about witnessing in another if you're witnessing it or you're accessing in it, it in yourself you're ready to see that you're ready to witness that or you're ready to experience that in yourself and then the question there is just how can i love this the best <laughs> right if it's coming up in you or you're witnessing in another let me love this and it's just deep big prayers let me love this let me love this let me love it let me love it let me love it let me alchemize the fear into love let me alchemize this fear let me take out the sting of the fear it's literally like so the fear has no grip because a lot of times these fears have grip, like in the lover, when that fear has a grip, we will wear baggy sweatpants, we will put on a whole lot of weight because we don't wanna be pretty, right? There's many other things that will manifest in the physical. When that fear has a grip, it has a grip and it's unconsciously expressing in the fact that we have extra weight on because we don't wanna be attractive. Uh, we don't wanna be seen in our radiance, right? Uh, in the medicine woman, we, we will hide, we will hide, we will hide, we will hold back, we will dim our light, we will play small, we will withdraw, we won't, um, we will uh, limit, we will limit our expression out into the world, we won't speak our truth from that fear, from that fear, right? And so it's just alchemizing that fear into love, it's letting it dissipate so it doesn't have a hold, it doesn't have a grip on our lives. Um, okay uh, again if you're like how do i journey with this what do i do check out the workshops there's a lover workshop there's a medicine woman workshop there's one for all six of these faces okay so let's keep going um let's go into the mother let's go into the mother 
So if we were to feel into just the mother archetype, and this is like great mother, right? This is universal mother, cosmic mother, great mother. And so we feel into that archetypal energy, that face of the feminine, and we feel into great mother. And some of the fears that sit within great, this is great mother. Remember, this is, we got to get out of personal mother because this is a whole nother, a whole nother thing like mother wound healing, inner child wound healing. Um, that's another whole topic. If you're curious and interested in more on that, you can leave a comment below like, yes, more on mother wound, like personal mother wound, inner child um, stuff. We actually have videos on some of that already. So you can kind of look for that. But if you want more, leave a comment. Um, but if we were to feel into deep fears um, within the, the line of the mother, and if it's great mother and we're feeling deepest fears when we start to work with this archetypal energy is, um, I'm too much. I'm, I'm too much. Um, too much responsibility. Too much weight. I am terrified of... Um, giving birth to this in the world, of bringing this into the world. So great mother energy is like birthing things into the world, creating things, whether that be human babies, whether that be business babies, whether that be creative projects or creative ideas. I'm, I'm terrified of bringing something into the physical world. I'm terrified for my offspring. And so that fear holds me back from creating that fear. I'm terrified that they will um, abuse my child. I'm terrified that my child won't survive. I'm terrified that my creations won't survive, that the world will punish my creations, that they won't take care of them, that they will kill them, that they won't have a good environment to grow up in, that they won't have good air, they won't have clean water to grow up. That's one of the deepest mother fears. It's a deep feminine fear of if I create in the world, if I bring something into the world, it will just be destroyed. So I'm not going to, I'm going to lock that up. So unconsciously, right? When that fear has a grip, it will make us not fertile. And that can be fertile as in fertile to create things out in the world. It can be fertile as in physically fertile, like cannot have a child for fear of that child's life, like fear of the creation pro pro principle or fear that we will be obliterated in the birthing process. This will kill me. Bringing this through into the world will kill me. It's a deep feminine fear. We will hold back our big business because we fear that that birth will kill us. That the labor, we will die in labor. Right? It's, it's, these are the hidden ones. These are, these are the hidden ones. And then there's you know, the fear of not being able to nourish like not being able to nourish our loved ones. So we don't have loved ones. Well, I'm, I'm afraid I, I don't have the love to give and receive. I can't nourish you. I, ca I can't nourish you. And so I don't have anyone in my life because I'm terrified that I can't nourish, right? I, I can't give the flow of love between me and other. Um, I'm terrified of that, right? Okay, that's just one little thing. I mean, we could dive into all of these for a week straight and find more and more and more. And so for you, maybe reflect on it. Maybe dive deeper into this. What's coming up for you? What's here for you? Maybe go into that workshop below on the mother, the great mother. It's called Mother Love. And just like, okay, what's here? What's here? What else is here? Um, okay, let's step out of that. And oh, 
I think we're going to the dark goddess now. All right, so this is shifting into the face of the dark goddess. And if we were to feel into this aspect of the feminine and the fears that can come up in this aspect of the feminine, again, it's just, and dark is not bad. Dark is actually just more hidden, right? So it's, it's even more in the shadow realm. So if you start to work with dark goddess face of the feminine, aspect of the feminine, or specific archetypal energies held in dark goddess. It's like their whole focus is on um, hidden feminine, is on repressed feminine, oppressed feminine. Uh, and it's they're stunning, extraordinarily life-changing. Um, can you tell how much I love them? <laughs> uh, so in this territory, if we were to feel into deep fears that arise in the feminine around this territory oh man it's such a wide a wide range but i want to feel into what most serves here um my fucking wildness i am terrified of my wildness i am terrified of if i were to open up the door to the fullness of my feminine i am terrified that it will obliterate that it will destroy things it is so wild it is so big it is so full it is so chaotic this is like the too much woman syndrome i am terrified of being too much my too much emotion right too much love too much rage too much what it's it's the too much if i open this door because feminine is life force right it's unlimited supplies of life force it's literally tapping in to life force and that there's a lot <laughs> and the more and more that we open our capacity to move life force through us the bigger that gets right and the and so it's oftentimes a spiral of fear, right? Like you hit like a little bit, oh, I'm afraid I'm going to be too much woman. Like I'm going to be too loud or take up too much space or shine too brightly or, you know, and then people will criticize me. People will judge me. People will ostracize me back to that whole thing. The repercussions of the being too much, what will happen? They will kill you. They will not invite you to the next party. They will, you know, judge you. They will criticize you. They will talk about you. They will all of those things and let it be irrational right? So if I open up, I will lose love. I will lose love. A lot of times here, when we start to feel into the being too much, it's that I will be too much for everyone. Like no one, no one will be left standing because it's too much for anyone to hold. That's just a fear. That's a fear. It's such a deep fear in the feminine that we mostly think it's true. Feel into that. Feel into that. Either you witness that outside of you. So this is why we do good girl. We do good girl. This is why we put on the masks. This is why we hold back. This is why we stuff it down. This is why we withhold it. We literally log jam that amount of life force that wants to rip through us. And it causes all kinds of physical problems, all kinds of emotional stuff, all kinds of mental stuff, all kinds of physical stuff, right? It is wild how this affects our health. When we log jam this, it's literally like you're taking an enormous rushing river and you're building dams all over it, right? And it's just clogging and 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 clogging. This clogs your intuition. This is why oftentimes you can't hear your, in your intuition because you've log jammed it. So you've log jammed the full feminine gifting feminine gifting is feminine pleasure feminine joy feminine fulfillment feminine oracle 
feminine intuition, feminine love, right? Feminine radiance, feminine capacity to magnetize in, feminine capacity to do without doing. All of the feminine gifts, they stop because we, we've log jammed the, the, the river, right? We've stopped it because we're terrified of being too much and it's not true. And you're probably sitting there, potentially, maybe not, sitting there, I don't believe you, Sabrina. I, I, I'm special. I am too much. I wanna tell you something. I have been working in feminine reclamation for two fucking decades. I not only do it for myself, I facilitate it, I teach it, I live it, I eat it, I breathe it, I found it rewilding for women for fuck's sakes. I have reclaimed and reclaimed and worked with feminine, worked with feminine. I'm still doing it to this day. I'm not saying I'm done at all. I'm not saying that I don't hit this fear of being too much. I fucking do. But I know that it's an irrational, illogical fear, just like all the other fears. I know that. And so I love it. I love it. It comes up and I let it be like, yep, here it is. Here it is, this old chestnut. I'm feeling like I'm too much for my man. I'm too much in bed. I am too wild. I am too crazy. I am too insane. I am too chaotic. I'm going to be too much and he's going to leave me. I'm going to be too much and I'm going to lose love. I'm going to be too much. It's just, I'm, here it is. I'm going to be too much. It still happens for me, right? I hope it keeps happening because it means I get to keep going. It means that there's more. I love that. That's kind of the whole point. Like more, more. I'm going to keep going. I share this with so much love, right? Like so much love and so much acceptance of this. I'm too much. This is the deepest feminine fear. It's, it's, it, this is it. I'm too much. I'm too much. If I open up to the fullness of the feminine, the power, the bliss, the love, the joy, the chaos, the, the, insa- the insanity, right? The irrational, the illogical. If I open up to this much juice, because it's juice, it's life force, it's juice, it's literally just life. The feminine essence is life force energy ripping through, right? If I open to this, I'm going to be too much. It's going to be too much for me and it might just obliterate me. It's going to be too much for my loved one. It's going to be too much for my job. I'm going to lose my job. It's going to be too much, right? They're going to kill me because it's going to be too much. This is the big, this is the biggie. That's it, right? That's it. There we go. That's my response to the too much woman poem. (laughs) Maybe we'll put that in the comments below. We'll try to figure out a way. If not, you'll find it in the rewilding Facebook group. By the way, there's this awesome post. If you're not in the rewilding with Sabrina Lynn Facebook group, it's a cool group. Um, We share lots of posts probably every day. There's a new post that goes out. Um, Super welcome for community shares. Love them. Beautiful threads. Anyways, um, one of the posts in there is deepest fears of the feminine. So I'm only touching on as many as I can in this conversation. I think there were 150 comments on this post, right? Of just everyone sharing, here's my feel on the deepest fear of the feminine. That is a really beautiful practice, a really beautiful, super easy practice to go into the Facebook group, just search for deepest fears in the feminine, right? There's a little search box in the Facebook group. Just search for deepest fears in the feminine. The post will come up and you just scroll through the comments. It's stunning. Add your own comments. Like we can keep building this out as a resource, but it's like being able to go into and like look through a buffet and <laughs> just feel like, ooh, got that one. 
Uh, not so much, not so much. Not. Oh, that one's got me, right? And let them bring you more insights. Let it show you. Let all of those shares um, open up more in you and shine a light on more and more and more and more and more. And if you feel to share, please do. Um, please do. It would be beautiful to it. I've read every single one of them. Um, every single one of the comments. I love being in the Facebook group. So it's in our YouTube comments that I hang out the most. And so uh, if you've got comments, we'd love to hear them in the comments below. Maybe we'll try to pin that, uh, the Too Much Woman poem in the comments below. And we'll also put it in the Facebook group too. Um, but yeah, just I'm always there reading the comments and hanging out, uh, especially the first couple of days after a video goes out. I'm read through everything. That's me. It's me that's responding. Uh, after that, my team kind of has to take over because we've got a lot of videos on YouTube. Uh, but anyways, um, let's get through these last two faces of the feminine. Um, there is a dark goddess workshop also. You can find that link below. Uh, let's, um, let's feel into the warrior. So the feminine warrior, feminine warrior, here's the interesting thing, because we can look at masculine warrior. And I want to just give a little nuance here. Feminine warrior is very guided by intuition and soul, right? So feminine is soul. Feminine is intuition. You want to think of like feminine warrior, like Joan of Arc. She was, and, and if you know her story, it was really her following this conversation she had with saints, these visions she had, this deep intuition, this deep connection to soul, deep connection to spirit, deep connection to the divine. And so it's this, this soulful warrior. It's, it's from a deep place. It's from a deep um, place of service, this deep place of connection, this deep place of, um, I'm going to go to war for the highest good of the all of everything. This is, this is what um, serves the highest unfolding. It's really this like deep alignment with highest unfolding, highest unfolding, highest unfolding, highest. It's like heart warrior, soul warrior, right? Um, and so if we were to feel, and it, 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 we don't have to think war um, at all. Like let's bring it down to just life. Um, it's what would I, what would I fight for? It's that. What would I, what would I fight for? And you can kind of feel into like, um, mother bear energy, right? Like mother bear energy. Like I will fight for love, right? I will, um, <laughs> and, but I want to keep this really high level because we can really go into the gutter with warrior. Like warrior can literally take us down into some really low-level expressions of warrior. I want, I'm talking high-level expressions. Sacred warrior. That's the level that I want to talk at here. But fears around feminine warrior, fears around feminine warrior, what can be brought up is speaking our truth, being seen in our truth. It's going back to this being seen. Speaking our truth, um, standing in our truth. A lot of times um, the feminine has learned or adapted a survival mechanism to uh, override inner truth. Good girl. We talked about this before. Good girl. Um, sweet girl. The yes girl, right? The whatever you would like aspect of the feminine. And so what fears reside here is if I stand in my truth, bad things are gonna happen. If I have a spine, I'm cool to be like floppy feminine, right? But it's the capacity to have a spine, right? Like 
Yes, I'm in the feminine flow. Yes, I'm following feminine energy. Yes, and following feminine energy is just how does love want to move through me? What is the greatest expression of love? What, how does life force, how does love in the flavor of life force want to move through me in this moment? What does it want to create? How does it want to move through me? And so um, it's these deep fears around, okay, if it wants to flow through me and it wants to say no, can I do that? While still having an open heart, while still allowing radiance and life force and love to move through us, and the way that love is wanting to move through us in this moment is no. No. No, you will not harm those children. No, you will not harm me. No, you will not cross this boundary. No. Right? And there, there's a lot of fear a lot of fear in living from that deep place of truth. So feminine warrior takes you to that deep place of truth. It's a deep intuitive place of truth. It's knowing healthy boundaries. It's speaking healthy boundaries. It's knowing when something is off, knowing with, and, and being able to act from that place. And can you feel the terror that might arise from that, the fear that might arise from that? Again, it's, oh my gosh, if I stand in my truth, if I speak up against something, if I follow this deep inner knowing, and I speak where my boundary got crossed, right? If I actually speak this, this person, I'm going to lose this person. It goes back to all of the same things. Can you see all these patterns repeating? It goes back to the same things. I'm going to lose love. I'm going to be kicked out of society. I might die. They might kill me. I'm, and let those irrational, that's part of where we really, really transform it, is when we can really access where the juice is at, where the... Um, the emotional knot is at where we can access where that like where it's gripping at us, right? It's it's got like it's it's alive. And so if we can access that and give it some space, give it some space, like if I tap into that that place of of terror and I find a way to move it through my body. I breathe the terror out. Again, love it and turn it over. Love it and turn it over. Some of us, it's, it's, it's breath work can really work well to expel that, to dispel it, to, to dissipate, help it to dissipate and to disappear, essentially. For some of us, it's body movement, dance, right? Um, for some of us, shamanic journeys can be really powerful. Feminine... Think breath, sound, movement. Feminine is extraordinarily embodied. If you really want to access feminine fears, you want to create space for the feminine, you want to go in there, give it breath, give it sound, give it movement. Why do you think that they play music and move in women's circles that are based in the feminine? I mean, there's women's circles based in masculine energy, but feminine energy, women's circles, there's, there's always move. Let's move. Let's move. Let's, let's move our bodies. It's because it's very embodied. We hold it in our bodies. We hold it. So, so you can feel into those three things. Keep those three things in mind, right? Um, breath, sound, movement. Breath, sound, movement. Breath, sound, movement. Something that's beyond the mind. And sometimes shamanic journeys, they're really only accessing visual. For some of us, it's really, we, we're going to need to do more somatic-based, more body-based um, sort of work with it. Not all of us, not all of us, but just sharing that as something to feel into what's true for you. Um, 
Okay, where are we at? Uh, the mystic, uh, the feminine mystic. Okay, this is the final face. Again, there's a workshop on the warrior. If you're feeling like, woohoo, that might be my doorway in. Um, uh, if we feel into the, uh, the deepest fears held within the mystic. So mystic, let's feel into feminine mystic. Um, that could be many different forms of the mystic. It's essentially your connection to spirit, your connection to spirit, um, your connection to the divine. Let's say the divine, your connection to the divine, whatever that is for you. And when we feel into feminine mystic, it's the embodiment of our connection to the divine. So that's what the feminine mystic brings in. That's the unique piece of the feminine mystic is that it's the embodied connection to the divine. Can you feel that difference? It's not connection to the divine outside of self, outside of life, outside of body. It's connection to the divine within life, within my body, within this moment, within this expression. I'm not looking to, as a feminine mystic, I'm not looking to transcend my body. I'm not looking to transcend my life. I'm looking to feel, breathe, see, move with the divine in everything, every moment, all of the time. That includes my entire body. That includes my mind, my thoughts, my relationships, my sexuality. It includes the infinite, all of everything. That's feminine mystic. Terrifying. A <laughs> lot of fears in the feminine mystic. Um, and you can kind of feel into what comes up with that. Oh my God, if I embody that much divinity, what will happen to me? If I, if I embody, if I am that light filled, if I start to live in the world where I really live from this connected to the divine, connected to the, to the, the all of everything, right? And I really start to see this divine, I start to move through and I really literally am moving that much light and that much love through my body. One, what's gonna happen to me, that light and that love might kill me. Embodying that much light and that much love, that much grace, that much mysticism, that much wisdom might kill me. Next fear, embodying that, embracing that. If it doesn't kill me, they might kill me for it. They might kill me because of it. I might not be accepted. Back to all of these same fears again. I might be ostracized. They might take my babies. They might take love. I might lose love. Da, da, da. If I, here's a good one. If I embody this much divine, this much grace, this much, uh, this much light, love, if I embody this much high level grace and light and love, um, I won't be able to have a life. I, I will have to go to a monastery. I will have to be a nun. That was a terrifying one for me in my 20s. I literally thought that was what was going to happen. Right? Really, really and truly, I had zero, <laughs> zero awareness that there were other spiritual paths beyond uh, Christianity. <laughs> Silly little young me. Um, but... 
a lot of fears can come up in that. And there's, again, there's a workshop on the mystic if that one's what's really calling you. Um, and there's many more, right? There's, there's many more. Again, that Facebook post is a great place to go to feel into some, sit with them. There's this really... Um, um, there's this really beautiful practice. And if you were to just say, if I were to embody the fullness of my feminine, um, hold on. Uh, if I were to embody the fullness of my feminine, this is what I'm afraid will happen to me. And you just write and 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 write, right? If, if I were to let go of this fear, and really let the juice go, if I were to really step into my medicine woman gifts, if I was really to step in my radiance, this is what will happen. And just write and write so, I'm afraid this will happen. You can start with that if that feels better. I'm afraid this will happen. I'm terrified of this. They will take my, and write at least, at least 25. Like, don't stop. You just kind of free flow, write, don't think about it. Just let it all come out, right? Let it all come out. Um, you can kind of find your doorway into which one of all the things that we talked about, all the doorways, all the different things, um, like what's really hot for you. Go with that. Like what really resonated, what was really hot, what was really alive for you, what was most alive for you. And then go right to that one, right to that one. If I embody this much of my feminine mystic, if I embody this much light, I'm afraid this will happen. Just go, 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 go. Then let someone or read it to someone. Let someone witness you in that, right? Someone who can love it, love it, right? Love it, honor it, accept it, right? Just let them witness you in it. You don't have to talk about it. You don't have to go into any of it. It's just like, at the end of it, it's just like, thank you for sharing that with me. Thank you for being so honest. And then your response can just be, thank you for witnessing. Thank you for hearing me. Thank you for seeing me. That's it. You can rip it up and burn it. <laughs> rip it up and burn it. Rip it up and burn it. You can do ritual with that. You can do ceremony with that. You can pray as you do it, right? And the ripping it up and the burning it is the alchemization. You're literally alchemizing that paper, those words from one form into another. And you hold that intention that you're alchemizing that within yourself as well right? Alchemizing those fears within yourself, changing them from one form, fear, into love, <laughs> right? Um, gosh, this was a beautiful conversation. I would love to hear from you in the comments below. I would love to hang out with you in the Facebook group if that feels right. Um, dive into a workshop, one of the six faces of the feminine with you if that feels right. Again, you'll find all of that stuff below. Um, it's just an absolute joy and pleasure to be here with you all in this way. I'm so crazy grateful that we get to do this together. All right, so much love to you. I will see you when I see you, where I see you, and how I see you. Mwah.